You're listening to a Royal Children's Hospital Education Hub podcast. This is an Allied Health and Nursing Education Outreach Program podcast in collaboration with the Education Hub at the Royal Children's Hospital. Hello, my name is Claire. I'm a clinical nurse educator with the Royal Children's Hospital Allied Health and Nursing Outreach Program. Today I'm speaking with fellow nurse educator, Danny Vanden Dungan. Danny coordinates the Entry to Practice Program here at the RCH. So she takes care of all of the nursing students that are here on clinical placement from all the different universities. Danny has a background in emergency nursing and has held a number of clinical education roles at a ward level and a programs level. She's also a sessional lecturer at Deakin University. And today we're going to be discussing the role of the preceptor in supporting students on placement. We'll be touching on some of the current challenges and strategies that we can use to improve our practice. Thanks so much for joining us today to share your expertise, Danny. Thanks so much, Claire. It is a pleasure to be here. So I'm really interested in what preceptorship means to you. You've been one um, and now you support other nurses that are undertaking the role. How do you define it and why is it so important? My definition for the term preceptor has definitely changed over the years. I do believe all nurses are actually preceptors and that any nurse during their career can provide components of preceptorship to nursing students or graduate nurses or fellow RNs. I do really reflect on my own nursing knowledge, roles and responsibilities over my nursing career and see this as a multifaceted role. A preceptor is someone to really look up to. Obviously, we are teaching and providing both clinical and theoretical support and we're kind of like the map or the guide for a person who provides that how we do things here on the unit, how we do things here in this clinical environment. So being a preceptor really does encompass multiple roles, both of the teacher, the role model, and really importantly, the socialiser. Preceptors are obviously allocated to students during their clinical placement, and this is for a set period of time. But officially, preceptors can provide guidance, both clinical and theoretically or hands-on skill development, over general periods of time for staff or people they come into contact with in the nursing education role. But preceptors really do help improve nursing development particularly for nursing students in a clinical learning environment. They are the real link between both the theory that we learn at university and the clinical practice we're trying to require. Clinical learning environments remain such an important aspect of the develop of students' competence and confidence. And we really do know students are supported during their time on placement. They don't just provide appraisal tools like the ANSAT requirements for the graduate program, but they really do work towards fulfillment of expected learning outcomes. And this can happen in any aspect over the two or the three years of their nursing career. Preceptors or clinical teachers obviously play such a role in preparing students to achieve their professional goals. And they provide that continuous support and resource provision, including feedback that's more supported or feedback that could be in situ. At RCH, we really try to aim to provide a preceptorship model. And this includes allocating one or two key nursing staff members. And they provide clinical learning over that placement block. The role of that preceptor model really aims to build confidence and ease that transition for the student nurse, not only in the clinical environment, but helps them build towards becoming a more confident and competent grad. It really assists them to adapt to those realities of actual clinical practice. Wow, so it really is a complex but pretty important and rewarding role, it sounds like. If you had to narrow it down, what would you say are the three most important qualities in a preceptor? Well, this can be a tough question, but I think, first of all, being welcoming and being kind. I know that's two things, but really wanting to work with a student and being open to working with a student, I really believe it's the same as we would provide that support when you welcome anyone to your organisation. 
being a role model of inquiry is my second thing. That means being open to learning yourself, willing to ask for help, questioning concerns or worries. And it's okay to say, I need to ask a question. I don't know everything. These are really personal qualities of a preceptor. And it allows students to actually see the reality of being a nurse, that we don't know everything and it's okay to ask. And then finally, be constructive. And particularly when you're giving feedback, feedback with no strategies in place can be really difficult, but feedback with strategies and support is a really safe thing to do as a preceptor. All right. I do feel like that was four things (laughs) or maybe three and a half things at a pinch, but we'll let that slide. So even with great preceptorship and the best support, sometimes students still struggle. Do you have some strategies that you can offer to our listeners that might help them when managing difficult situations? I think avoidance of feedback can be really tough, both for the student and the preceptor. So always be honest and being honest both with your communication and being really transparent with your conversations. So make it really clear from the start that it's okay to seek feedback and it's okay to be provided feedback, both written and verbal, and it should be a daily occurrence. Let them know that the team are here to support them and that it's okay when we escalate concerns early, particularly to both the education team in our unit or to me, and then the clinical placement university team. It really does keep everyone in the loop and feedback avoidance can go both ways. Being willing to provide support, like we said, students can be more than just theory and clinical learning requirements. So supporting them both socially and emotionally can be difficult for staff members, but remember that we're all human and that ensuring students know that we can access the same services that nurses can. This includes services like EAP and nurse and midwifery support. And it's actually really healthy to support not only that well-being from their, both their mental health and their emotional well-being. A big thing for me is setting goals and really clear smart goals and objectives. So we're not setting and forgetting goals, but we're really looking at reviewing those with the preceptors and setting times each shift to discuss what kind of things we'd like to achieve today and what might be working towards over the week or the four weeks or how long they're going to be here with us for. And really clarify what are the expectations, checking in with the students about their learning requirements for the placement, what they might be up to in regards to scope of practice, and then ensuring we know their scope of practice. And then we can set some really clear expectations for both the placement and the specific clinical area as well. You've mentioned a couple of times now that it's not just about teaching theory and teaching clinical skills. And that makes me think a little bit more about all the other stuff. And I'd obviously hate to let any conversation go by without bringing up COVID, but the last couple of years have provided us all with some pretty unique challenges generally. I'm really interested to hear what your thoughts are on how it has impacted entry to practice students and in particular our approach to preceptorship. The impact has been vast. I think both people in the community and the hospital have probably had similar but difficult and differing experiences. The effect has been massive for clinical hours. In Victoria, we need to complete 800 clinical hours to graduate with both ANMAC and APRA. I think the ability to graduate on time has been very heavily affected and it has meant that sometimes when graduates are about to commence their graduate programs have still been waiting or pending clinical hours for their undergraduate or Masters of Nursing Science courses. So student nurses have really had increased placement hours in their final year, which can be really tough. That limited exposure, particularly in the first and second years of their program, has meant that there's been back-to-back clinical placement alongside full-time university study. So it's been a really tough opportunity for students. 
This has also linked into difficulty of obtaining clinical references for their actual graduate years and that experience that you need to provide for your graduate programs to say, hey, I've had an acute placement or I've had a community placement and it's enabled students to actually not have those requirements for their application and recent appraisals has been a huge target as well. But the support locally has been exceptional. I know both here at the Children's Hospital and across Victoria, preceptors, educators, the multidisciplinary teams and the larger network have really worked together, overwhelmingly stepping up to support students, providing alternative learning opportunities such as telehealth, putting placement in clinical areas where maybe we haven't had placement before. We've increased our community capacity by 75%. So we're taking up to another 11 nursing students in 2020 alone, just in that one area. We've also had that feeling of being a part of the team and the support and the welcoming, and it's been overwhelming response that we've seen this through the students. RCH in itself, though, has been able to support over 500 students in 2020 as final year students. So far in 2021, we've been able to support over 350 final year students who are ready to graduate. So it's really exciting to see that still happened. But COVID obviously has created us with some alternative learning as well. So we've been able to create some online resources, update the learning we provide in the orientation day, and we've been really engaging with the clinical partners on how we can do things better, both in the university side and from the clinical partner side. So the ongoing provision of clinical debrief and supervision has been a big target area for us here at the Children's Hospital, and we've really tried to work closely with the students to provide them a safe space to come and talk, discuss, and feel welcome in our organisation. Well, thanks so much, Danny. I think we'll need to wrap up there. I think for me, the key messages that I'm going to take away from our chat today is just how broad that role of preceptor is and how they are really key in forming that vital link between linking theory to practice for our students and also the importance of kindness, honesty and openness in our approach at all times. Thank you so much for your time today, Danny. Thank you so much, Claire. It's been great to speak to you. And thank you everyone for joining us. We hope you enjoyed listening. Thanks for listening. Please view the description section below for more information on this topic. The Education Hub is a collaboration between the Royal Children's Hospital and the University of Melbourne Department of Paediatrics and funded by the RCH Foundation.